Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, everybody. Hey. We just wanted to re-record a little intro in light of recent events, even more recent than this pandemic. I'm sure you all know about the murder of George Floyd in the ensuing protests. And so before we get into this mini episode where we talk about just a bunch of fucking white celebrity divorces, which, you know, could not be more frivolous. And maybe that's what you need. And we're happy to provide that. But we just wanted to let you know that we know exactly what is going on. Emily and I are both active in the Black Lives Matter movement. If you go to our Instagram in our bio, we have a link tree link to petitions, reading, places where you can donate if you haven't already or places that are matching if you want your donation to go further. That link in our bio has links to literally everything. So we just wanted to let you know that we are in support 100% behind Black Lives Matter. We believe it's important now to sort of turn down our voices and amplify the voices of the Black community, which is something that we're going to be doing on our Instagram more consistently. And maybe we'll remember our Facebook a little bit more and do that. Uh, But we just want you to know that we're aware. We are hypervigilant. We are working on ourselves. We hope that you guys are doing the same and that we are an open forum to a certain extent in that if there's anything or any sort of feedback you ever want to give us, we're happy to hear it. And we promise that we'll listen to it with open ears and hearts and all of that good stuff. And you can either DM us or you can email us at oldmillennialspod at gmail. And so that's all I wanted to say. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bogart this from Emily because I'm sure she has thoughts too, but these were at the top of my mind and I need to spew them out first. No, I mean, I... Everything you said, and just that, you know, we are going to do our part as much as possible to highlight um, all the amazing Black voices out there that are in the podcast world, which is often a world that overlooks um, people of color, specifically Black voices. So 
we want to do our part in highlighting those amazing podcasts out there that are, you know, hilarious, do their job amazingly, and are just putting out the pop culture knowledge uh, that the world needs and we don't deserve. So that's all I have to say. And it's obvious and clear if we have never made it explicit before, but it's definitely something that I am personally working on for myself is to be way more vocal about my support is that black people contribute to everything that you think in pop culture is cool. And we will be going even further out of our way to include them more in our podcast. We like to think that we are inclusive, but I feel like diversity inclusion is the white people version of thoughts and prayers. And so we don't want to sit here and toot our own horn and essentially, you know, preach to the choir. So we are going to do more action and less talking. And in the meantime, I encourage everybody to say their names. Breonna Taylor, George George Floyd, Floyd, Ahmed Arbery, uh, Trayvon Martin, Tamir Rice, um, Eric Gardner, Philando Castile. I know that there are so many more, but just know that we're involved we're aware and we appreciate you guys and your support and hope that you guys are being active and learning and processing as well and with without further ado here's a bunch of dumb shit thanks guys hi hello Welcome back to Old Millennials. This is our 10th mini episode. We are in between season three and our upcoming season four, which will come back at one point this year. I am one of your hosts, Emily. And I'm your other host, Margot. We have just been praying, hoping, wishing. I think both of us, one of the things we've been talking about the most right now as we're all shelter in place at home is how much we miss a little juicy gossip. Because when everyone is at home, there's no gossip to talk about. But luckily for us... And to be honest, I'm quite over watching Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas go for a fucking walk. No, no. And I... Guys, that's not I'm gossip. Not, well, actually, gossip, did you see that- those... Did you did you see the pictures of them breaking into his house because they forgot their keys? That tickled me. Now, that, that was, tickled me that too. was funny. But all the other walks... Oh, well, when they when she blocked Armas updates, that was also some fun little gossip. But, you know, nothing sustains us quite like a breakup because no, in a year yeah. like this year, you need some frivolous gossip every now and again. And thankfully, and not like the Bachelor Nation kind of gossip. That kind no, of no, 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 like, no, no, no. I mean, like, it's, it's not fine because they're very stupid. They're stupid. It's, it's expected. expected. They're just... They don't have any media training. They're bad no. at it. And generally, they just want free hair extensions, and that's why they drive to Arizona. No, I want some oh top my God. tier shit. I want some top I want tier rumors shit of an affair. I and want luckily, leaked dick pics. Uh, all the above. I want legal documents. I want it all. And luckily oh, for us- Wait, hold on. <laughs> Emily, I think actually we do know what the best headline of this year has been so far. Lori Loughlin pleads guilty. Yes. Via Zoom. <laughs> yes. In no uh, other time period would that headline be possible except for today. And, and you know, we have no choice uh, but to stand. The universe, she has blessed us so much during these days with such good <laughs> celeb gossip. 
none of which has like just I think gone- my next tattoo is gonna be pled guilty via Zoom. <laughs> Please, please get that. Um, make sure the font is <laughs> old English, as old if English. I was about to go to prison for yeah, um, I, photoshopping I think so. just my daughter on a rowing machine. Yeah, across yeah, yeah. your you know, clavicle. So it kind of looks like a necklace that you're always wearing, a statement piece, if you will, depending on the neck of your t shirt. Um, How am I doing? Have- <laughs> guilty via Zoom. <laughs> just pull it down a little bit. <laughs> Well, for us, though, I think the other thing that's really gotten it that we have been blessed with are these celeb divorces. And let's preface this by by saying no, no divorce is good. Like, I mean, for some people it is a good thing, but we're not here wishing and hoping and praying for these divorces. However, the celeb divorce not, but but I will say some of us, some of us like me do have, you know, I wouldn't say a bet, but like just a just a tab, so ongoing tab of celebrities and uh, B tier Instagram celebrities. We just have tabs on, you know, just are they going to make it? Because a, the one thing like that Google truly sheet. made me laugh the most when the pandemic first started was when they had a headline when China was uh, lifted their lockdown, and they're like, eighty eight couples filed for divorce on the same fucking day. I like howled <laughs> in my kitchen. I don't know why. I was like, of uh, course, like for some reason. I- that unintended consequence never crossed my mind. Yeah, and oh. I think, you know, I read this interesting article with Laura Wasser, who is a celebrity divorce attorney, and she was talking about how, like, yes, it, it does some, it seems like strange timing to just file for a divorce in the middle no, of a pandemic when, you know, courts are shut down. But what we need to keep in mind is that any of these divorces that are happening currently have been building for some time. It's Please. just that, being in lockdown, spending 24 hours a yeah. day together accelerates anything, exactly good or bad. Exactly what I was about to say. These are couples that, especially when it comes to celebrity couples, that do not spend that much time with one another. They are off for movie oh, yeah. shoots or TV shoots. They have to go record an album. Like These are people who are married but like really just have a long-distance relationship to some level um, at almost all points of their lives. So when they are truly forced to spend time together 24-7, I totally get it. it. Any problem that you had in your marriage, just like all of a sudden, you know, just come like really gets highlighted, really gets a microscope on it. Like I cannot imagine well, what that would definitely- be like. I definitely think that it forces you to look at the division of labor and a bunch of smarter, better writers than me have done a good job articulating this. And that's what's leading to a lot more fights is like you're realizing how much work you actually do because you have nothing else to think about, nothing else to focus on at all. And I will say, you know, even though I've known my husband for 13 years now and we've been to we've been living together for seven years. Um, this is probably the longest and we're not obviously celebrities or rich at all, but this is the longest amount of time that we've ever spent one on one every single fucking day. It's like we have to plan a week or two weeks of vacation where we just hang out together. Otherwise, it just wouldn't really happen. And it's not like we're always jet setting around, but we have very opposite schedules. Schedules, We do different things. And definitely we trade off travel. I mean, like a dog is not the same as a kid, but like we try to like cut down and leave it in the dog alone. So we do like take separate trips at different times. And so, you know, all told during the year, I think we maybe spend like three consecutive weeks together. I can't even imagine with celebrities who have a lot more pressure on them, especially if they have children to be making content. And like, I think it really forces you to re-examine like who's doing what. And then, uh, and to that end also what, 
what you perceive them to be doing with their time. You know, like, do you think their job as an influencer is a waste of time? You're about to get a fucking front row seat to what they do. Oh yes. Every day. And so one of the interesting things, I'm glad you brought that up division of labor. So, um, I remember reading an article like two years ago and it was, there was all these studies done on, the men who were children of working mothers. And the studies showed that they, in their relationships and their partnerships, especially in like heterosexual partnerships, they were the closest to getting to that 50-50 division of labor. So household chores, if there are pets or children to take care of, all of that, that they were, it was never quite 50-50, but it was probably the closest in comparison to men who had grown up with women, with mothers who had stayed at home. And it was really interesting to me So they obviously the study also showed that like women who had mothers who worked were more likely to have higher positions, um, more likely to get promoted, all these kinds of things. And it was very interesting. And it was a little no duh to me, especially on the guy front, but but definitely interesting to see from a data standpoint. I think to that end too, um, it's women do a lot more emotional labor than men. So it'll never quite be a 50-50 split like that. There just are certain things that like, men can't do sorry you know not all men i guess maybe hashtag but um there's just there's always it's never going to be quite a 50 50 split but you'll get close and you know if you don't get close i feel like i don't even know i I think my friend marlon a puts it best she's like if you can't be a hands-on partner then neither can i yeah i mean that's that's really it i feel like I and that's, that's a great segue. Yes. <laughs> best segue into um, some couples where maybe they weren't as hands-on or once they tried to be hands-on, it just did not work. Um, I don't know. What what order do you want to go in? I God, I mean, all of these, honestly, I'm not surprised with any of these. So there's no one that's like shocking to me. Um, I don't know. Do we want to go with like I don't know. Okay. Oh, I was going to say, um, I was actually a little bit surprised by Mary-Kate and Sarkozy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that too. MK, and let's let's go with them first. Maybe it's because we never really knew anything about their marriage. And also their Correct. marriage was a surprise, at least to yeah. me. And, you know, never forget, uh, I forget which write-up uh, described their wedding where they had glass votives full of cigarettes. Cigarettes. And, Mary Kate marrying a French guy to me makes, and I'm sure to you too, makes all of the fucking sense in the world. Like really. So when they, so even their surprise divorce was kind of surprising, uh, not to say surprising 18 times in a row, but because she filed like an emergency court order because he was trying to kick her out of their home and bring in their apartment that they shared. Well, so it sounds like it's two different locations from what I read. So it sounds like they were all. Yes. They were all cooped up in some, you know, Hudson Valley manse somewhere. And Sarkozy, like a fucking French guy that he is, invites mm. every woman he's ever known because he <laughs> A, can't be alone, and B, needs his fucking mommies all of the time. So he invites his ex-wife, his two kids, which that makes sense. Makes sense. And the ex-wife, and the ex-wife even that too, but then he invites like his mom as well. And so I would it would also stand to reason that Mary Kate and Sarkozy have not spent a ton of FaceTime no, together. No, no. I mean, I, other than those awkward pictures of them at like a Knicks game, like I don't think I've seen them in public all of that much. And not that's that totally much, fine. Especially that's since right. getting married, especially since getting but married. I believe the emergency uh, divorce court order was their apartment in New York. She had a bunch of invaluable items that if he decided to let the lease, the lease lapse and the super or whomever 
of whoever's in charge of their building that they live in could go in there and seize a bunch of property. And what I actually think is the funniest, because someone on Who Weekly, they were talking about how, you know, we don't know what these like invaluable things are, like they could be props or whatever. They had a call because every Thursday or sorry, every Friday they have a call in show where they play a bunch of listener calls where they either have like stories or questions. Anyway, some chick who was a vet tech who took in Ashley Olsen and Justin Bartha's French bulldog to like get him spayed. (laughs) Ashley Olsen asked for the dog testicles back and like, I don't know, made a shrine of them, whatever. And so this caller called in and essentially speculated, like, it's probably something like dog testicles. It's not that because that's Ashley, but like, it's probably something that fucking weird that she might not want to get out to the public. No one should know. No, I mean, like, look, if the favor, I mean, it, it is very on brand for MK and a French guy to have had bowls of cigarettes. But if that was like a fucking like weird, different thing that no one had expected to have at their wedding, like, I can't imagine what kind of like invaluable things, quote unquote, invaluable things that MK has in her home. I would not be shocked I also feel I mean, like, if, if any of them came out. I also feel like. Ashley asking for those back just fully confirms everyone's suspicions that they're like actually tiny little witches or something. Like you're casting a spell. Like, what do you need those for? They, some sort of a charm for sure. For sure. I had a really, it's something. I had a really interesting conversation with my friend Katie about this the other day. She's one of the people that I FaceTime with the most right now. And I, we were talking about, you know, they're one of the couples whose age difference was really talked about initially when they got together, even though, um, which, and a lot Their of it probably difference had to do, is much more interesting. Yeah, honestly, that is. And that's what I was going to bring up is like, she is, they are both Olsen twins are tiny women. Like they're just both five, one, barely a hundred pounds. If that they are, um, just they're small frame women. And of course, like Sarkozy, you know, the age difference also didn't look great for his age because like newsflash, if you smoke a lot, it doesn't age well. Um, and also Emily, how French culture is it though, to date and marry a significantly younger woman? I mean, come on. But here is where I don't have as much, I never had in hindsight, I don't think I had as much of an issue with their age difference as I do with like, we've talked about Zach Praff and Florence Pugh or Sophia Ritchie and, um, what's his face? Um, Oh my Scott God. Plus they broke Scott up. They broke up. And they just broke up too. So I, but for me, those were much weirder to me because I always felt like even though there was a weird age difference with MK and Sarkozy, ultimately she was already in her mid twenties when they got together. She always had way more money than he did. So there was never this weird power dynamic that I think would have existed, say in like the Disick Richie relationship or even in like the Pew um, Braff relationship. So for me, look, I, I was the age difference always weirded me out, but yeah, as you're, as you said, very French second marriage, Um, and also, uh, just, she was always of an age and of means that like, it never felt like a power dynamic, weird thing to me. I would agree with you there. I think the problem with the Scott Disick, Sophia Richie relationship is that he'd known her since she was a child. So that's why that fucks me. That's why that, even though I don't care for Kylie Jenner, that's why her relationship with Tyga always fucking grossed me out. Like, I don't like dudes who sit around until you're 18 and then, but anyway, we're Mary Ryan Kate, Austin she's Green always, and Megan Fox. Yeah, we'll get to that. But uh, um, we'll get to I that. With, but yeah, I think with Mary Kate, like you said, it's because she's always had money and was independent. And to be completely honest, her marrying 
someone who's older and has a lot of uh, clout and power in a field completely separate to her totally makes sense. Like I said, it's their height difference, not their age difference. I think that that's what I think that's what people react to. They're like, oh, look, this. I mean, it's one thing to be older, but like you're towering over this poor woman. Like it just like a little who's always looked young for her age. Like, yeah. But so a little update on, and just to wrap up uh, Mary-Kate and Sarkozy, so the emergency divorce was not granted to her, and her time is almost up because I believe she had till May 31st, and we are recording on May 30th, so I wonder what's going to happen. She is obviously notoriously private, and the fact that this is even seeped into the press, I'm sure, is very irritating for her and the Olsen brand, so it'll, not interesting is not the right word, but it's... The situation is currently unfolding. And so if we do like an emergency episode follow-up to this, do not be surprised. Yeah. No, we we probably will. <laughs> I, for us, I think both of us have been incredibly invested <laughs> in this divorce and reading the legal documentation to better understand what's going on, all the details, just because she is she and her sister are notoriously private people. So this is like the first glimpse we've had into their private life. And I would say way before they got together, even I feel like the last time MK had really been in the press was like, you know, 10, 15 years ago at this point. Uh, so it, it's been a while. So this is the first, you know, little glimpse uh, when, she had. Did, um, when she dated Katzenberg's son. Yep. Yep. I like that was yeah. her last huge relation or a big like press I, relationship. I agree. I would, yeah, because that was probably like they got together for what fifteen years ago. They were together for a little bit, right? Um, and then after, yeah, it has. To oh, be go 15 ahead. Fifteen years ago, because she was like in rehab, and that was yep. my junior year of high school, and she's a year older than I am. So, yeah, yeah, it must have been at least fifteen, sixteen years ago. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but speaking of age differences, I, I think this kind of segues into Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox, who, when I did a little Wikipedia, you know, look back on their relationship, I always knew they had a bit of an age difference. Um, and I knew they got married when she was in her early twenties, but I had forgotten that they had met when she was like barely 18 years old on a TV show that for me, like, so it was on the set of hope and faith. Um, is where they oh, met, what? and oh she God, was 18, and he was 30. Ew. Yeah. And so according to an interview with her, he was hesitant. He was the one who was hesitant to enter the relationship because of the age difference, and that she, quote, had to do the convincing that she was slightly more responsible and well-spoken and had other things to bring to the table besides being 18, which just feels weird. Like, you have to prove yourself to be That's mature, a mature 18. That is motherfucking gross. Gross. Right? right? I was just not expecting that. I'll put it that way. Because I, you know, honestly, their age difference at first had always kind of weirded me out. But I always thought like, oh, they got together, though, when she was in her early 20s. Not great. But like, it's it's certainly better than some of the other age differences in Hollywood. But like knowing that that was when they got together was... Uh, not really great to read about. <laughs> um, this is one though. I mean, like, so she's there, they they'd separated in the past. They broke up initially before they ever got married, like 10 years ago. Then they got yeah, married. That was when she, that was when she had that affair with her affair, please. That's like her and Shia LaBeouf had their Shia LaBeouf Transformers. And Transformers. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had their onset romance. But I always find it to be a slightly sus when a couple breaks up, then gets back together and immediately gets married. I just always feel like, well, you just slow down. Just like calm down. Whether it no. is Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green or it's Jackson Brittany from Vanderpump Rules. Either way, I'm going to be telling you to just take a breath before you just take think that that's going to solve all your problems. So, yeah, yeah I actually find – well, so I think the – funniest part of this whole thing is that we found out that they were splitting up thanks to Brian Austin's Brian Austin Green's fucking podcast. I can't believe another white guy actor from the 90s has a pointless fucking podcast. It's trash. But yes, he confirmed all of the news that they split again. I mean, they have three kids, so not for nothing. But he had posted something also before he confirmed on his podcast. He posted something on Instagram of like a butterfly on Instagram and like how even like butterflies that land on the most flowers get bored and then they fly away and then you know how oh Megan God. Fox like has that that's literally butterflies. An Elton, that's literally an Elton John song quote like butterflies are fleet are free to fly fly away <laughs> I don't think he was even that elegant with it Emily and I, I don't even think he was thinking about that but I connected it to and I think a lot of other people connected it to Megan Fox has that quote from I think it's Macbeth or it's like a it's not the right quote but people think it is from Macbeth about like gilded laughing at gilded butterflies or whatever oh yeah 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 and so everybody was like leaving comments on that Instagram post like who's the butterfly you or Megan what's happening (laughs) hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Uh, I mean, uh, again, I, don't, I don't mean to say this every podcast, but... If I was a rich celebrity, you would never catch me making any sort of any comment on any social media platform. Like, just be too busy not doing anything to be bothered. No, I mean, at this point, like, I, there's so, like, go the classic route, get your publicist to release a statement, don't take to Instagram, don't vague book or vague gram, whatever you want to call it. Like, just, just use, go the classic route. Like, it's, it's easy. You get to say it the right way. It's not open to interpretation. You're not trying to use an animal to kind of symbolize where your relationship status is. Just go for a publicist. You already pay them enough anyway. Let them do their work. Yeah, I really can't encourage people enough not to write their own statements about their breakups. Please utilize your PR person who has written these, who will make it unfuckupable. Like you said, you don't need to analogize your future spouse to a fucking animal or to nope. uh, a weird poem or whatever. It's like, let a professional nope. do it. Let a professional do it. You pay them. That person paid a lot of money for that comms degree. They are probably in mountains of student debt. Let them use it. 
<laughs> well, I think it was the the other funny part of this is that he was obligated to even make a statement because Megan Fox was spotted driving around with machine <gasps> yes. gun Kelly, which is like, oh my, who by the oh way, the last time, the first and last time I've heard about Machine Gun Kelly during just this period of time, so I've heard more about him in the last three months than I have in the last three fucking Same. years. So many blind he items. Got, so many blind he got items. Into, he got into a feud with Jeff Lewis from flipping out because they're neighbors. And I guess Machine Gun, Kelly's been ha- Machine Gun Kelly's been having parties and Jeff Lewis is an asshole who loves to call people out. So he like made fun of him on his, get this, Sirius XM radio show, which is like, who the fuck listens to that? And how right. the fuck did Machine Gun Kelly even hear it? And so Machine Gun Kelly decided to troll him by being like extra nice. So he like recorded something on Instagram about how he was like, so sorry, Jeff Lewis. And he sent him over a couple bottles of Dom. And I was just like, what like what is happening right now? Why is this news? Why is this news? But then cut to like a week or two later after that whole bullshit saga subsided, it's him and Megan Fox driving around. Then I find out that, oh God, this is actually where it gets even funnier because all of this ties back into a Bravo universe. Anyway, so then they're spotted driving out and people are like, what are they doing? Like, you know, are her and Brian Austin Green like broken up, yada, yada. And I've come to find out that they are just friends, quote unquote, like make of it whatever you want to. But per their people, they're just friends. But they met on the set of a movie. I forget what it's called. Like something about Splendor Grass. But it's directed by Randall Emmett, who is Lala from Vanderpump Rules' fiance. And so he just recently was like on an, uh, on the entire season of Vanderpump. And everyone's like, oh, Randall's so nice. Except I actually think that Randall's probably kind of a shitty dirtbag because he decided to quote unquote prank somebody by fake calling cops on them. And obviously luckily they're white. And so it wasn't a problem, but um, yeah, fuck that fucking guy. I mean, he's, he likes Jax because he's also 40, but the fact that he's like directing this movie and I hope it's the same movie where Lala stars in it and she's dressed like an old lady lawyer from the twenties in it for like no real discernible reason. I can't wait. Um, also, oh, Randall is, is a this? producer on the film Gotti. Just and Gotti oh my is God. It, Gotti also shares the Hall of Fame with the movie that I worked on uh, with Nick Swartzen called Bucky Larson. Uh, it holds a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so you know not everyone can fail that fucking hard. But that is true. You know, when Nick is the Swartzen Splendor and Randall in the Cross? When is the Splendor in the Cross movie coming out? Uh, uh, girl, pff, is it going to come out? Like these are all Wait, questions that we have. I, that is true. Not, you know. Even under the best of circumstances, Emily, I'm pretty sure it's going to be like some straight to VOD type shit. Probably. You know what these mo- that movie, though, makes me think of? There are movies out there that I have seen strictly not because I had any investment in the movie, but because of everything that happened behind the scenes. I saw the Terminator movie with Christian Bale, not because I gave a shit about Terminator, sorry, but it was because I had, of course, heard Christian Bale uh, go off on set and then the bailout remix, which my friend Jordan put on a mixtape for me in college. That is the only reason that we went and, and saw that Terminator movie was just because of that drama. I have a feeling that this movie will only be available for streaming, if that. And that is the only reason people are going to stream it is because everyone called- will know it as that movie. It's called Midnight in the Switchgrass, and it also stars, wait for this fucking lineup, Bruce Willis, Lucas Haas, and Emile Hirsch, (laughs) woman beater Emile Hirsch. 
Uh, so that's cool. That's not even alleged, y'all. That happened in court. That actually uh, Don't happened. upset him at a Sundance party. So yeah, Seriously. it's just sort of what a what a weird way to drum up press. But then it also came to light that she starred in his latest music video, which I refused to watch or even listen to the song. No. So just know that that happened. Where should we go to next? I guess there are only, oh, well, you we have late-breaking news. Do you want to go to the late-breaking uh, court of ours? off the presses, Julianne Huff and Brooks Like. Honestly, as one comment on the Who Weekly Facebook group best puts it, the time we've all speculated that they've been separated was actually longer than the actual marriage. So this is no surprise. They no. have not quarantined one time together. To be honest, my friend Sarah and I have talked about this quite a bit because we are both Washington Capitals fans and Brooks Lake was a member of the team, played on the team for years. This was probably a marriage where the two parties were better off doing long distance with Brooks in D.C. and Julianne in L.A. or Idaho or wherever she chooses to live, maybe Utah. But when he was released from the Caps and eventually retired from the NHL, like it was game over. I mean, they had to spend already spend more time together than they did before COVID. And I bet you they separated a long time ago at this point because they have not quarantined once together during this time. They have strictly been he in Idaho with his podcast with Gavin DeGraw and then she uh. in L.A., I assume, tell, you know, making the announcement, which for, for I'm all about people living their truth. If she is not straight, I'm glad that she has found peace. Uh, but for her to come out with these statements and then all of a sudden COVID happens and they're living apart and it's just like, all right, announce it. Just let us know. Get it out there. Put it out there. Let us know that you guys are no longer together. And now my favorite are the thirst traps that he's posting on his Instagram <laughs> where she's kind of like negging him a little with the compliments like, oh, haha, didn't know you knew what that meant. So I can't, okay. you know. That's 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 what I have to say about that relationship and subsequent divorce. Yeah, she lost me when she started to do some kind of she started to go the goop route or she did you watch that video of her getting like exercised or whatever? I I couldn't. I was like yeah, you are well, a lot. And she was touring at one point. So Oprah did a tour, like a speaking tour, and I believe oh, that's what it was. Huff, yes. yes, was a part of it. So that's yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was part of it. Yeah. Oh goodness. Well, We'll just quickly touch on this because it's a big old bag of yipes, this breakup. But Jamie King, who we talked about on our It Girls episode, her and her husband, Kyle Newman, also announced that they are splitting. If you want to read the kind of semi-bummery details, you know, just type her name into, oh, no, they didn't. You'll find it. But I think what we really want to talk about is the crown jewel of breakups, the one that Mm. kicked off all of these (laughs) quad divorces. Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler. Before they even got divorced, though, they were giving me everything that I fucking needed in my sad one-room life, (laughs) which was when they got stranded in the Bahamas with her fucking hairdresser, hairdresser's husband, who's a non-entity, her husband who fucking hates everything and everyone, and her three (laughs) kids. Against... All reason, they flew to the Bahamas like right before shelter in place was announced, probably for their stay and even just sort of like when people started taking it more seriously. But they left probably around the time that at least California was getting sheltered in place. But by the time they got to the Bahamas, they couldn't leave. And so they decided to try and make the quote unquote most of it, which completely backfired. Oh, my God. Uh, if I <laughs> I will find it and send you the link, Emily, but I'm going to give you you guys need to read. This woman did the most incredible thread of she just went through 
and went through all the Instagram posts and like was just trying to figure out where they were in the Bahamas, how long they had been there, when they were going to be oh leaving. God. And if you'd ever watched Very Cavallari, I don't know about you, but after the first season, like I just kept watching because of Jay, but you could tell, like, I'm not surprised that they're getting divorced by any stretch of the imagination, but no, do I think that no. her friend Kelly is the reason? Absolutely not. Kelly is no even more, even more annoying than Kristen. So why would he no. do that to himself? He, I think no. they straight up don't have anything in common anymore. And they then don't. you spend all of this time together. You really start to find that out. And what I love the most about this divorce stuff is that she basically called him lazy and that's why she wanted to divorce because he's not as motivated as she is, which is insane because he's a retired NFL player. So for the last he 10 He has been concussed. So, How many times? This man. How many times? Oh, well, Emily, he's only been taken out three times for concussions, but I mean, he's been playing football probably since but that's what he I'm was a saying. kid. Officially, I mean, we has- know with three concussions. We God so knows how many man, actually happened. So if this man wants to sit at home, drop off his kids at school, and then just watch a deer cam in the middle of North Carolina or whatever it is that he's doing, I say, Good fuck for him. it, let him. Why let is that? Him. I don't know why it bothers her so much. I would be stoked if someone just wanted to like hang out at home and just handle home shit and I could just go do work stuff and not be really worried about what's happening I mean, at home. just wanted to and be a fucking that- stay-at-home dad. That's it. Stay-at-home you know, dad. You know, he retired. He and just wants to be, that's, it's, which is great. I think it's wonderful. But he's just doing... He's doing what a retired person is doing, which is nothing. And he's content. So if he's fine with it, why do you have a problem with it? But anyway, if you ever watched, I think it was season two, there was like a dinner party episode where he got drunk and they got into this very awkward fight where he's just like, I I don't even remember what was said, but you could just tell that there was like another level of like hurt and pain underneath all of that. Because he's like, Chris, you like don't even like me. It was just like, it was just so sad. And like, it's probably true. And they were just, they were in it for the kids, which is nice, but you know, that only lasts for so long. So their divorce has been very interesting. But you know what you bring up is a, is a nice thing is that if it really was just for the kids, it's better to to have that and now than it is to, you know, 18 years later, the kids go to college and like that's when it ends. For them, it means that hopefully for Jay Cutler, he can find happiness and find a, a nice lady who is content with him just watching his fucking deer cam all day. Honestly, as I've told you many times before, my theory about this divorce is that the, the straw that broke the camel's back in addition to spending more time together was that she found out probably that he vaccinated the kids because he doesn't look like a nut job. I'm convinced. Well, I would I would go back the other way. Well, first of all, I don't think either of them, because they're both hot and rich, will ever have a problem finding another person to be in a relationship with. And that's no. not what I'm worried about. They do have three kids that spell their name in a fucking stupid way that only white people who don't vaccinate their kids can do it. But I think Too that many because wives. of this- uh, so many like vowels where they don't fucking belong. Like, get that goddamn e out of here. What are we doing? Yeah, no need. No but, need. But what I what I think, Emily, is that with this pandemic going on, Jay was probably like, all right, you don't want to vaccinate the kids all the time. That's fine. He's like, but they're getting a COVID vaccine. vaccine. And she probably went, no, because that doesn't fuck with my brand or whatever. And maybe no, that's, gonna, that's a contributing like, factor. I really... I genuinely feel like it's it's a confluence of things because he really did have a problem with her working all the time. He wanted to spend more time with her and she seemed genuinely uninterested and wanted to grow her business, which is also valid. You know, totally I, valid, I, I don't but know. don't marry someone that you don't want to spend time with. I think that 
he was busy doing football shit for so fucking long. They just, they grew apart in that time where they were busy on working on their own careers. I think that it's nice in theory to have this idea of like, fine, we want to start a family, but your career is taking precedence. We're just going to follow your lead until you're done. And then I'm going to tap out and you take care of the kids. But I think in that sense, that's where you like miss keeping like a connection and growing together because you're both on these like separate tracks trying to maintain for so long that at a certain point, it's it the wheels are gonna fall off. And so it's it's sad, but also it's extremely entertaining. So I would like to thank them. But what actually really sucks for me is like I fell off of the most recent season of Very Cavalier. So it was so boring. Like so boring. This new hairdresser best friend. Season two. season two was okay at times, but the problem is that like, she brought in this hairdresser best friend who is so thirsty to be on TV that it's exhausting and he's just her yes man, which is not that interesting. But he's more entertaining mm. than Kelly, who's just like, oh, yeah, I'm single. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't care about women who are single and 40. Like, that's what we have Sex and City for. Like, you want to be single? That's totally fine. Like, but I don't really give a shit about your single life. You don't work at this store and you're not causing drama and I don't really want to see your sad dates. So the third season really kind of fell off for me. But I was once I saw that they were getting divorced, I was like, oh, shit, next season's going to actually be good because we're going to be watching her, like, reclaim her independence and, like, doing all this store stuff. But she canceled the fucking show. I was like, girl, you just got a personality and you're going to cancel your show? I guess if you've ever watched Very Cavalry, you know that the real star of the show is Blooms the Chicken. So I hope in the divorce that Blooms gets to go with Jay because that's what Blooms and all of America really wants. That that feels like a nice buddy cop spinoff reality show for Blooms me. And not Jay. necessarily that they're not that that they're cops or anything. It's more just like they go deer hunting together or whatever, and like it's just or the they chickens just watch, in the they watch the deer cam. Yeah, he goes exactly. And like collects the eggs all, with all the other chickens. With like Blooms is like I don't know, telling them to like give up their eggs, kind of like a Sopranos kind of situation. You know, I can I, I see where you're going. I can see it. I, that's a Tubi show or whatever that new – is it Tubi the new thing where it's all like 10-minute <laughs> no, shows? No, Quibi. It's Quibi. Quibi. Oh, God. Quibi. I'm getting all our streaming <laughs> networks confused. But this would I be mean, a we great should Quibi do, show. Oh, my God. Emily, we, we should do, do a, a short on Quibi. Quibi fucking – We should. Oh, man. Quibi a, is a disaster. It is a it is a delicious, schadenfreude disaster. I cannot mm, wait. It tastes Can so good. cannot wait. But that is a, that is well, a Quibi show if I've ever heard one. Well, let's wrap up our course splits with uh, a couple that defies the odds <laughs> in all all senses of Ugh. the term. Oh Ava God. Murray Mar- Martino and her yep. fucking dirtbag husband, Kyle Martino, they divorced. So I always think that if a woman is divorcing your ass while she's pregnant, you done fucked up big. big I don't time. know what you did, but it's, it's not great. And nope. if they survived him, like, didn't he bang their nanny or something? If you they know, survived a nanny, a nanny right. bang thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you could get through that, I was like, I was actually generally surprised. I was like, wow, she's pregnant. He must have really either banged another nanny or something. So she's pregnant, but then pandemic hits. And so he moves back in, they have this baby and they're still divorcing, but they're all living together currently. And in her never-ending quest to make everything blog content, it's been – I mean, it's very funny. I'm Look, I I will preface this by saying I'm all for healthy co-parenting. I think it is fantastic. Sure. People split up and they can still have a good – maintain a cordial relationship while parenting kids, pets, what have you. But – but that content, I mean – 
most of her content is already very tone deaf to begin with, and she really does kind of follow her mom's uh, footsteps in that realm. But like, oh, did we establish mm-hmm. who Eva Eva uh, Amori Martino is? Susan Sarandon's, Sarandon's daughter. daughter. So yes. I feel like that should paint a very clear picture. But I, the thing with these like lifestyle mommy bloggers is that they overshare. And then when there's backlash, they're like, oh, I thought this is yes. what you wanted. It's like, okay. oh my God, Prime no. example, the rehoming of this. I don't know who the blogger or the Instagram influencer's name is. Oh but God, the I don't want to talk adopt, about it. It's yeah. too sad. I'm not, I will leave first it at all, that. But that. First of that. all, you, do not reho- you don't rehome children. You rehome pets. If you adopt right. a kid, that's it. You adopted that's a it. kid. That's you adopted a kid. Right. Right. So I'm not going to go into much more detail. I, yeah, I don't want to read into it too much. I just want to say, but like, for me, that's it. That, that is a prime example of why publishing your whole life as a parent and all this stuff and make and commodifying it will end up biting you in the ass at one point or another, because you're going to fuck up to the degree. I don't know. Some people it's minor, some people it's huge, but I feel like uh, you know, if you do commodify that whole aspect of your life, you're bound to fuck up at one point. And I, yeah, just not, not and, necessary. And I, and I think it, it also brings up the interesting question that I've seen a lot of parents debate online, which is how much of your children who aren't old enough to consent to anything, how yeah. much of their privacy are you willing to give up in your search for monetizing some bullshit? Right. So, and I think that she falls into some of that where people are like, it's, you know, you're putting your kids in these positions and like putting things on them that they didn't ask for. So, but with them being co parents, a lot of her new material is like, look how great we're doing. It's just like, all right. Yeah. Oh, man. But it's a little bit too much of their continuing to say, we're doing okay, we're doing okay. And it's almost, it's almost like her reassuring herself more than anything. I don't have the Instagram post handy, but Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler, just to tie it all back to the reason that we even had this episode idea, but she had some sort of version of conscious uncoupling in her Instagram post that, oh boy, did I chuckle heartily. Kristen Cavallari's Instagram post said that they've come to the loving conclusion to, to seek a divorce, which I thought it was a very funny turn of phrase. It <laughs> sounded like her version of conscious uncoupling. A loving conclusion of loving divorce. Loving conclusion. I mean, I what know. did we it just, expect? I, it's, I know. She's just trying to do the, the kind of goopy business as well with all this jewelry stuff. So I always find her attempts at doing stuff like this to be kind of funny. Yes. Kind of a mistake that she canceled her show, but any other, I'm sure there will be more divorces yeah. to come. So I'm sure there will be a follow-up episode to this. Uh, I bet you were. Any thoughts? I, all any I have best? to say – any buts? I mean, all I have to say is I think we're both going to log off after this, turn to Twitter, and there'll be another one. Like, I – I, so we've already gotten out of the way that Clayton and Cassie are no longer together from The Bachelor, which, like, surprise, Colton. surprise. Colton. See, that's how unmemorable he is like, to who me. the fuck I am is calling, Clayton? <laughs> I'm calling him Clayton. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but I, uh, at this <sighs> point, I mm, – that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I think one of the young couples, maybe the Bieber Baldwin clan will will split up. That could happen. Oh, no. That girl is brainwashed within an inch of her fucking life. She's not going any place. Uh, <laughs> you'll have to t- literally pry this marriage out of her cold, dead hands. Um, I don't know who would be next. That's a good question. It's like the people yeah. that I thought would break up have already broken up. 
You oh, there's who, all that Amanda Palmer, Neil Gaiman shit that was happening yeah, too. Yeah, we didn't even get into that. That's not that interesting. I, you know who might though? You know who might is uh, – I wonder if Ellen and Portia split after everything. Oh, because, well, who would blame Portia at this point? No, absolutely not. I she's oh, To me, she has always seemed to be a nice person. Um, and then, of course, you, we we both knew because you had told me and I had read this before that she, Ellen is um, a, a nightmare to work with. But especially after COVID, like has just come out with more and more of, you know, former employees spilling the tea, which I always appreciate. Um, but I, you know, that's a couple I could see splitting. That's a good one. I'd say my most surprising coupling, though, because there were rumors about it beforehand, and then they think they're slick, but people on the internet are slicker. Uh, it's Lena Waithe and Cynthia Erivo. That was a that was a surprise quarantine together. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. right. which um, I some I some, just want some sleuthy internet people were like, look at that background and look at that background. It's the same background. Oh, they, you know who else though is Nina Dobrev and oh god. Who is oh, she and with Sean right White. Now? Yeah, yeah. But we saw, Sean White. But we saw pictures of them riding bikes together, so that was less surprising. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think that was the least surprise. Oh, Kara Delavine and Ashley Benson breaking up—that was a surprise. Oh, yeah. After the whole sex Everyone bench thing, sex, I was like, "Yeah, where did the sex swing go? Who ended up I, getting you the know, sex swing?" I thought the sex bench meant that they were getting serious, but I guess I was wrong. Apparently, um, I don't know. Anyhow. I, but that's who I have bets on. Probably Ellen and Portion. We'll see. I think that's a really good guess. Tune tune back in for the part two when Emily's correct and I have to like give her $5 or something. <laughs> well, we have more mini episodes coming up in the near future. We also have some more blog content going up. Emily yeah. wrote a in-depth investigative piece about Limp Bizkit. We have some soundtrack appreciation posts coming and if you want to keep up with whatever we're doing, you can follow us on Instagram at the Old Millennials Pod, and you can find all of our blog content at Old Millennials Pod on Medium, and you can find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Marg, she wrote. And I'm at Emily A. Beijing. And, and until, until next the time. next mini episode. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.